0: Hey, how's everybody doing? You good? Yeah? Are you alive? I'm alive. This is good. Man! Anybody excited for summer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been spending the last two weeks trying to convince my wife to take me to Mexico. Yeah, I said my wife to take me to Mexico, okay? I'm all about women's equality, and she can take me out on dates. It's cool. It's going to be dope. Power to the people. No, I've been... I just, I, I feel like every, like every February, I need to go to Mexico. I don't know why. It's because, it's because our weather is so terrible and I get depressed. Sad, I get sad. Seasonal affective disorder, right? I don't know, is that what it is? Yes. Right, but it's oh. not, it's spelled like A, A-F-F-E-C, affective. It's spelled Yeah, sad, no, what I'm saying is like, affective, it felt different than if you were to say like, "Oh, the effect you had on me was amazing," and I'd be like, E-F-F-E. See, sorry guys, that has nothing to do with anything. My You know, it's cool. Hey, so we are in a we're in a uh, we're in a series that we've been in for the last couple of weeks. I'm super excited. Uh, the series called "I Am." Basically, what we've been doing is we've been going through the Book of Luke, and we've been talking about different stories that kind of reveal to us a little bit about who Jesus is. Is that cool? Uh, and I just want to forewarn you, uh, if I could be so bold, the stuff I'm about to talk about, the verses I'm about to share with you, are probably like my least favorite verses in my whole entire Bible. Is that cool? <laughs> this is, I'm just going to be honest, right? I just keep them 100 for you? Like, these aren't, like, I, once you hear them, you'll, you'll understand what I mean these aren't the best verses, so some of you would know this little portion of Scripture uh, is the, the part where Jesus tells us to love our enemies. Ooh. <laughs> right? Like, what? Jesus, are you for real? This is this is my honest truth, okay? Like, when I found out I had to preach on this, I was like, man, I'm not even good at this. Good Lord. Um, that's usually what Jesus does, right? Right? Like, you're like, oh, I'm really bad at this. He's like, alright, here you go, buddy. <laughs> Right, think, So we're going to see how it goes, okay? So I just want to share that with you just so you know that I'm not good at this. So I'm not coming from a place of like, hey, you suck. Be like me. I'm actually coming from a place of, hey, we suck. Let's be like Jesus. Is that cool? Are you guys good with that? All right. Good. So now that we're, now that we're all on the same page, um, I just wanted to share really quick, can, uh, can you put up the next slide? Uh this is kind of something that I read and it just kind of hit me. Uh, are we really loving when we think the worst of others? You don't have to raise your hand. Uh, when we only speak to others of someone else's faults. When we judge an entire life only by its worst moments. Yeah. <sighs> that would hurt me a little. <laughs> <laughs> when we judge the hidden motives of others, all and then blame them for it, even though we don't know if they thought it was. Yeah. Oh. Right? Guys, I told you I read this and I was like, oh my gosh. Who <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, when, when we judge others without considering ourselves in their same circumstances, yikes. Uh, so I think it's fair to say we all at one point or another have been unloving, man? Let's be honest. No, just me. Uh, so, really quick, I just wanted to share this thought, and this is my goal. My goal at the end of the night is this, and I'm just going to be straight, straightforward. This is my goal. Next slide, please.
1: My goal is that at the end of the night we
0: can begin to start looking at enemies through eternity eyes. So, can you say that with me? Looking at enemies. All right, we're going to try again. Good Lord, guys. It's going to be a long night if this time's going to be. I'm just going to be to you. All right, we're looking at enemies. Looking at enemies. Through eternity eyes. Through eternity eyes. So my goal, my goal is quite simply this, that we, I'm going to say we because I'm in the we, okay? If you're taking a selfie, I'm in the picture. Do you understand? So that we would begin to see our enemies the way Jesus saw us. You'll get it as we continue. Um, so I think we have to first define what an enemy is. An enemy doesn't necessarily mean someone uh, that is trying to literally physically fight you. But what an enemy does mean is someone who is aggressive towards you, someone who, who hurts you, someone who is offensive to you, someone who says things to you to hurt you on purpose. Uh, case in point, uh, I'm just going to in my own life. Uh, Growing up, guys, if I could just be so bold. When I was in high school, I made it my mission. There was one girl in particular. I made it my mission to make fun of her every single day because she was a Christian. Which sounds weird now as a pastor, but just roll with me, okay? (laughs) Jesus saved me. That's the past, okay? Relax. We all have one. Don't (laughs) pretend. Stop judging me. You haven't been in my circumstance. Do you get it? So I, I, I spent almost all of high school, right, just like... Oh just abusing this girl verbally Just like making fun of her um, and, and She decided that she was going to do the best thing She could which was just pray for me every single day Which is like first of all Stop it <laughs> So holy Anyways, <laughs> Pray for me every single day Right and then I got saved And she told me Hey I just want you to know I pray for you every single day And something about that Crushed me. Because I didn't like, well, I was quick into everything I used to say to her about Jesus and how mean I used to be. And I'm like, oh my gosh, the fact that she would pray for me is crazy. Mm-hmm. But she was looking at it to to through eternity eyes. She was looking like, hey, first of all, this guy's dumb. Let's just be honest, he is. Uh, this guy's dumb, but here's the deal he doesn't know Jesus. So he doesn't know anything. He, he He's an enemy to me now, but if he knew Jesus, things would be completely different. So then it, it, I just began to think, like, oh, my gosh, what would our lives look like if we would begin to treat people like she treated me? People that say things to you that are so hurtful. I mean, if you were in junior high school, like, I'm sure you get this 100 times a day, so you know exactly. You probably, you're thinking right now, can you just be honest? Raise your hand if you know one person that be yeah, that's an enemy. To be honest, thank you, thank you. See, Yeah, how about everybody, sorry, everybody right, can we think of somebody that, you're like, yeah, that, oh. Another way I define an enemy is this, is if you walk into Starbucks, and you see somebody, and you walk right back out. That's an enemy. Thanks, Sarah, (laughs) that's my girl. (laughs) No, seriously though, like, if you walk into Starbucks, and you see someone, and you're like, mm, not today, Did <laughs> you know you'd be confronted with a part of yourself that you're not ready to confront in the moment. When um, when I when I first uh, one more story, then we'll get in the message. Promise. When I first got when I first got saved, I like I was in high school. I I, I just really liked girls. Can I just be honest? Like I liked girls. I don't think it's weird. I just liked girls. Right? They were cute. They were fun. I liked girls. And so uh, I. Right Like now that I love you, like I still like girls. So what are we gonna do about that, man? And so I remember uh, there was this one, there was this like one girl in particular. It wasn't Sydney spoiler alert. Um, And like I liked her, and she kind of liked me, and um, and we had known each other for a while, and so like we almost dated one time, and then I decided out of nowhere that I didn't like her anymore, and so I stopped talking to her. <laughs> Guys. We're all a work in progress. Stop judging. <laughs> right? So I stopped talking to her. Oh, that was terrible. Like six months later, I felt terrible. I repented. We started talking again. Um, I went to a summer camp. I uh, felt like God spoke to me about Sydney, my wife. And um, needless to say, I stopped talking to her cold turkey again. Just didn't give her anything. A terrible, terrible person. Um, and I remember I pulled into Starbucks, this is where I got this whole Starbucks thing. I pulled into Starbucks, and I saw her car. And I'm like, well, I know she's not getting her hair cut at sports clips. So, gosh, she's in there! I'm like, I'm not ready for this, and I'm with my youth pastor. And I like look over at him, and I'm like, bro, this is not going to be good. I was like, I can't go in there. And he's like, what's, what's wrong? I'm like, well, and he knew the so Actually, so I was like, hey, well, she's in there. And he's like, all right, all right. So you think you should do. And I was like, ah, oh, crap. And so I walked in there, swallowed my pride and repented to her face. I was like, I'm so sorry. That was the worst, right? But I remember that feeling of walking in, like seeing her car. My stomach dropped like when you're driving and you see a cop and you know you're speeding. You know, too Oh, your heart drops in your stomach. You're like, don't, don't pull out, don't pull, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. Okay, see the later. And I just remember that feeling of like, I, oh, like I hate, I hate this. Like I hate that I'm so worried that I've done something wrong. I'm so worried about this broken relationship that I don't even want to be there. And I made it my goal. Um, I made it my goal. This was my goal that I never want to be anywhere where I see somebody and I want to walk away. I never want to be somewhere where I see someone and they I've hurt them or they've hurt me so much that I, I have to leave. I want to be better than that. So that's the premise. Does that make sense? So we're, you're tracking with me? So I'm going to read all of Luke chapter 6, 27 through 36 really fast, and then we're going to break it down piece by piece. Is that cool? You all ready for that? You all ready for six-piece chicken strips? I love me some dairy Queen chicken strips first of all. Well. Sorry. Sidetrack. Alright, so let's start. Let's get the verses up there. The big chunk verses. Thanks, Amen. Hey, you the best. Um, this, is it, this is what it says. Alright, you ready? Luke chapter 6, 27 through 36. Um, but to you who are listening, I say, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. If someone slaps, slaps you on one cheek, turn to them the other also. If someone takes your coat, Do not withhold your shirt from them. So now you have no clothes. That's weird. Uh, Give to everyone who asks you. Sorry, just a little commentary. Uh, And if anyone takes what belongs to you, do not demand it back. Do to others as you would have them do to you. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. Uh, And if you do good to those who are good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners, Jesus, we get it, sinners, okay, uh, do that. And if you lend to those whom you expect repayment, what credit is that to you? Even sinners, okay, lend to sinners expecting to be repaid in full. But love your enemies, do good to them, and lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Then your reward will be great. And you will be children of the Most High, because he is kind to the ungrateful and wicked. Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. Will you pray with me? God, I thank you so much. I thank you for your kindness and your grace. God, I pray you would speak to us. God, help us to better understand what you're saying. Help us to love our enemies, and help us to see them through eternity eyes. To see them the way you see them. We love you, and we thank you. And God, do your best with the mariners In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> amen. Amen. Cool. So, that was a lot of verses. A lot of verses. But we're going to break them down. I kind of have them separated out. Uh, and we're just going to talk about some ways that we can, how we can learn to love our enemies. Is that cool? I'm excited. It's going to be fun. And I need to be done in like five minutes, so let's do this quickly. Uh, so let's start with the first part. This is what it says says, but to you who are listening, I say, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you. So what I love about this is Jesus clearly understands that we have enemies, right? Jesus isn't assuming that we're never going to not like anyone. Jesus is like, hey, to you who are listening, for those enemies that I know you have, this is how we're going to handle that situation. You understand? So this is what he says. Right? So how to love our enemies. There's three things that I picked up from that first chunk that I want to talk about. And the three things are this. Do good. He says do good. Do good to, the, to those who hate you. So, so we're not talking about this warm, fuzzy feeling. He's not saying, hey, to that person who hates you, I want you to feel real warm and fuzzy about it. He didn't say that, did he? I do not think like that. You got a different translation than mine? That's weird. He didn't say that. He said, do good to those who hate you. All right, so that's an action. Do good. All right, so now if someone comes to you and isn't doing good to you, the response isn't to then respond in kind. The, respon- the response is to respond in kindness. Does that make sense? We're not to respond in kind if someone's mean or mean, if someone's rude or rude, if someone hits us, we're going to hit them back. Well, we'll talk about that later. Uh, <laughs> Different circumstances. So, but but we're to respond in kindness. We're to respond despite the way they treated us. Does that make sense? We are to do good. Next is this: is bless. And that bless thing, I think we really need to understand. Literally, Jesus is talking because he says, "Bless those who curse you." He's talking about like like giving them a blessing, like verbally blessing them. Someone who comes and puts a curse on you, you are like someone comes and says you're stupid, you're dumb, you're never going to amount to anything. Respond in kind when you're fat and ugly. I'm kidding. You respond in kindness, right? So you respond like, hey, oh my gosh, man, like, man, God loves you. I'm sorry you feel that way. I just want you to know that I believe God has a great plan for your life. So you bless him. While they're trying to curse you You see does that make sense It's crazy It's a radical thing But do you know You will disarm people When you do that They won't know how to respond When someone comes at you With hate And and cursing you And you respond in kindness Oh there we go Wait what What did you say to me Right It disarms the whole situation this happens a whole situation. Try it. I dare you. Okay. I dare you. Try it. Go to school. Yeah, you kids. You know, go to school. And That person that makes fun of you, I want them, when they say that thing, I want you to just give them a blessing. And just watch what happens. It's going to be crazy. The last thing is this, and this is what uh, that girl did for me, is pray. You have to pray for them. Do you know why? Because it takes real love to pray for someone. Like, to pray real prayers. Can we just be honest? How many people... I'm just getting real vulnerable. Um, how many people, when someone's like, hey, will you pray for this? And you say yes, you consider that the prayer. <laughs> just be honest, right? Right? They're like, oh my gosh, will you, will you pray for me? I'm doing this thing. And you're like, yes, I will. I'm going to pray for you. And then you consider that the prayer. You're like, boom, done. Check it off the list. Really? You guys are all that spiritual and holy? No one else but me has ever done that. Is that real? Be honest. Thank you. Thank you. Right? Right? That's not not praying for someone, right? That's just me like, oh, yeah, for sure I'll pray for you. And you're (laughs) like, oh, yeah, Jesus, bless them. Done. Done. Good to go. Right? No, to sit down and to pray for someone changes. You have to get somewhere in your heart and in your spirit that, that that is only a place of love. That you have to. Again, try it. Try to pray for someone that you don't like. Someone that's rude to you. Because I promise you at first, you won't want to. And you'll start to, and it'll feel funny, and you'll stop. But as you continue, the next time you see that person, you'll see it different. You'll see them different. Because your heart begins to change as you begin to pray. Because as we pray and we conversate with Jesus, He begins to work inside of us. And He can work out some of those issues that you have. And you'll see that person and you'll see them different. There you go. Let's go to the next part. I really have to hurry. I'm really sorry, I guess. Um, if someone slaps you on one cheek, I'm assuming the face, not the booty, uh, turn to them the other also. What? I'm just being honest, okay? Direct translation was face cheek, not butt cheek, okay? I'm just kidding, I did look that up. Somebody, did you go look that up? No? Okay. Um, uh, hold on, was I? Oh yeah, booty cheek, that's right. All right, turn to them the other also. If someone takes your coat, do not withhold your shirt from them. Give to everyone who asks of you. If anyone takes what belongs to you, do not demand it back. Do to others as you would have done to them. I want to, uh, I just, I, I kind of want to skip down to the last part because I feel like, um, the earlier part is pretty self-explanatory, right? We get it, right? If someone is if someone is demanding of you, right, you just respond in kindness, not in kind, right? Well no, you give me that. You respond in kindness. That makes sense. But well, the part that caught me was this part: due to others is you would have them uh, having due to you. We all know that, right? That means right. That's like a, right, a golden rule, right? Uh, but before Jesus said that. Um, Most of the times it would have been said, um, don't do to others what you don't want done to you. There was always a negative connotation to the sentence. You were always always looking at the negative, right? Like, don't do that. Don't do that, right? That sounds like pretty like, that's what Judaism (laughs) is. It's all rules, right? There's like 600 and some of them, right? There's very much things you're not supposed to do. Right? Jesus comes through and he, he's about to wreck everything because he, he doesn't talk at all about like, the do not part. He just says, just do what you would want done to you. See, we have to focus on the yes. We have to focus on what we're going to say yes to. I'm going to say yes to blessing people. I'm going to say yes uh, to speaking life to people. No, I'm not going to say this. I'm not going to say that. Because it gets very confusing, right? There's a lot of things that you're not going to do. Now, the way I like to talk about it is like is I'm going to build you a picture. If uh, so you pull up to McDonald's, right, but go to McDonald's, I don't love McDonald's. No, just me. Cool. Gosh, guys, I'm really feeling judged at this point. You go to McDonald's, right, you get to the drive-thru. Tell me if anybody, raise your hand if you've ever done this. You go to the drive-thru, you know, <sighs> you pull up, right, you know. Hi, this is Stacy. how I your order. Right? And you're like, hey, um, I don't want a number one, I don't want a number two. Not feeling the number three, would prefer not to have the number four. The number five looks gross. The number six gave me, I got sick last time I had that. Uh, The number seven, eh, no one likes number seven. Uh, The number eight, hard pass. Just a hard, straight hard pass. Absolutely not. The number nine, Pull, I pull up, right? Hi, oh, this is Stacy. I might take your order, and I'm like, I would like two double cheeseburgers, plain with mac sauce, a medium fry, and a McFlurry, right? Like that's what everybody orders. No, just me, okay, cool. Yeah, it's okay. So, right, we we go to McDonald's, we tell them what we want. In the same way, guys, when we are saying yes to Jesus and we are saying yes to loving our enemies, we aren't saying all the things we're not going to do. We're not telling people what we're not going to say. We're telling people what we're going to do. Does that make sense? We would get worn out telling people all the things that we weren't allowed to do with Jesus. Do we know we'll never get worn out doing? Saying all the amazing things we get when we love Jesus and follow Jesus. It's not about your no. It's about your yes. Does that make sense? So when we love our enemies, it's not about the things we're not going to say because there's a lot of them. It's about what we are going to say. We are going to speak life. We are going to bless. We are going to love. We are going to do good. We are going to pray. It's about our yes. We have to focus on the yes. Let's continue. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners. Oh, sinners thing is coming out of you guys. Brace yourself. <laughs> love those. Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do that. And if you lend to those from, from whom you, you would expect repayment, what credit? Is that too? even sinners lend to sinners expecting to be repaid in full my quick thought is this reciprocation is not radical living reciprocation is not radical living just giving love because someone else loves you is not radical love it's just love and it's not that fancy everyone can Of the curse. Radical Living is saying, you know what? Man, I love you, and you just told me you hated me. But if we just do what everyone else does, how are we different? If we are to be the shining light of Jesus, the local church, his bride, we have to be willing to do what other people want. And I promise you, you'll see. The first thing that will disarm someone is when you love them when they don't love you. When you give to them when they are rude to you. Um, I, was at, I was at McDonald's one time, I don't know why I'm at McDonald's so much. Um, I was at McDonald's uh for for like, it was like a small group thing, and I remember like there was these like junior high kids that were just like making fun of all the kids and my youth group, because they were married, let's be honest. Um, and they were making fun of all my kids in my youth group, and I was like, ah, I'm gonna get them. And so I had I had some cash, and it was McDonald's, you know, I think the cash goes a long way, when I was at. Yep. So I bought like 15 double cheeseburgers, and I just gave them to them. I was like, hey guys, I just found you might these. And they looked at me like I was like, they, like they were like, what? Because they were just like clowning on us, because we had our Bibles out. I'm like, hey, like, So, no cheeseburgers. And and the best part is, I didn't ask him to join us through the Bible. I mean, looking back, I'm like, eh, that would have been probably smart to tell him something about Jesus. But I didn't say anything (laughs) to him. I didn't say anything to him. I just gave him a food and said, see you later, guys. Maybe he'll stop talking with the food in your mouth. I'm kidding. No. I just gave him a food, turned around, and went and sat down. Super confused because they don't get it, and the best thing that happens after that is they begin to ask questions. Why would you do that? That why well, that doesn't make any sense. Why 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 would you do that? And then the door opens, and then we can begin to bless, and we can begin to speak life. We can begin to tell people about how amazing Jesus is, and, and that I can love in that radical way because Jesus loved me in a radical way. Amen. And then we're almost done, I promise. Lastly, this is where we're going to finish with this, but love your enemies and do good to them. Um, Amos, are you still up there? Dude, how am I going to have you up here if you're up there? Thanks a lot, me. you the best. So. <laughs> So, this is what it says, starting in verse 35. But love your enemies, do good to them, and lend to them without expecting anything back. Then your reward will be great, and you will be children of the Most High, because He is kind to the ungrateful and wicked. Be merciful, just as uh, your Father is merciful. I want to finish with this thought Jesus never asks us to do anything that He isn't willing to do Himself. Jesus doesn't tell us. I just love it because as you look, like Jesus is saying this before he goes to the cross. So Jesus is telling these people, right? Hey, love your enemies. Do good to those who, who, who hate you and, and pray for those who curse you. Like, he's saying all these things, right?
1: And in his back pocket
0: is like, because I'm about to do it for you. In his back pocket is, you don't even know. You don't even know what I'm about to do for you. But he tells them that. Right? We get the luxury of looking back and knowing what he did. But Jesus doesn't ever ask us to do anything. That he is not first willing to do himself. Uh, there should be one more verse up there. In Romans 5, it says this. For if, while we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son, how much more, having been reconciled, shall we be saved through his death? life. While we were his enemies, he died for us. See, Jesus doesn't doesn't just stand up there and say, hey, love your enemies. Without giving any kind of demonstration. we have to understand that all of this love your enemies is completely based off of who Jesus is. Jesus loved us and we were his enemies. You may be like, wow, but I never said this. I never said that. I didn't hate him. Right? The truth is we were all born into this sin nature. We were all born into a world where just being here, we are in a sinful space. And if we're all honest, we probably all sin today. But Jesus tells us to love our enemies because he knows that we can through him. He knows that we have the ability because of his ability. We can pray for those who are terrible to us because Jesus, before he went to the cross, was on his knees praying with blood dripping for us. We can bless those who curse us because Jesus on the cross told the man next to him, I'll see you in paradise. See, we can do all of those things because Jesus already has. So I don't know where you find yourself tonight. But in a a moment of reflection, I would just love to ask you the question. Maybe you've been struggling with loving your enemies. But maybe, just maybe, it could all be wrapped up in you've been struggling to believe that Jesus loved you because you feel like his enemy. Maybe you struggle with the idea that Jesus would love you enough that he would die for you. So how on earth could you have the power within yourself to love someone the way he loved us without him, without his love in you? So whatever you bow their head and close your eyes. If you're here tonight, and you would say, you know what, before I even begin to try to love an enemy, man, I just I need Jesus. I want to accept that He did all of that for me. That He would die so that I could have life. That while well, I still cared nothing about who He was. He knew everything about who I was. And he died. And he was resurrected. He sits at the right hand of the Father and gives us the free gift of grace. Gives us salvation. If you're here tonight, you would say, you know what, I want that. I want that salvation. I need rescuing from myself. If you're here tonight, you would say, that is you. Would you raise your hand right now? awesome, awesome, thank you Jesus thank you Jesus God I thank you so much God I thank you that you love us so much with a reckless, radical love God for every person that just raised their hand God I pray that you would flood their hearts right now God would you love them, would you give them would you wrap them with the arms of grace would you speak to them would you tell them how much you love them And the great plans you have for. And lastly, if you're here and you would say, yeah, no, I love Jesus. I just don't love someone so. I love Jesus. I just haven't had it in me. There's this one person. Now when I see him, I turn around. If you're here and you would say, you know what? I I want Jesus to begin to work in me. And I want to love my enemies. I want to do good. And blessed and pray for those who hate me, who persecute me, who curse me say, hey, man, I want to try this radical living that Jesus talked about. If you're here tonight and you say, you know what? That is me. I want to be, I want to be better. I want to be more like Jesus. Guys, my hand is up. If that's you tonight, would you raise your hand? Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, hands all over the room. God, thank you so much. That we can do just that because of what you've done for us. That we can have the power in us to love our enemies because you are in us. It's not our power, it's yours. God, I pray right now in Jesus' name, every person that raised their hand, God, you fill them with your Holy Spirit. God, you begin to speak to their hearts. You begin to change their hearts. And in that area where they, they, they just can't stand, That person, God, I pray that you begin to take that heart of stone and you give them a heart of flesh. God, you begin to show them how to love the way you love us. God, we love you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.